This is JFM Podcast. to you then thank you so much for choosing j101.9 fm you're on to the show let's talk your social political and current affairs show that brings to you issues happening in nigeria and also trying to make sense out of all of the things a lot of things to look up today has to be the coup that seems to be spreading across the continent africa it's behind the school while while the you know impersonance and corruption of african leaders is one thing a lot of people have also said the external factors, the Western influence on this school is one of the reasons why this continues, while this evil continues, you know. For example, in Gabon, we, we know from, from reports we heard that the Gabonese government pays a certain amount to the French government, you know. I don't know I don't know I don't know the word to call it. Well that's the that's the president. Right. So yeah, the old system. Yes, they said they didn't like like let me use the word they, they pay taxes to the you know to the French government. We've also heard exploitation of natural resources. We saw it we saw it in Niger, we saw it in Gabon. We sort of saw it when it happened in Zimbabwe and then when Zimbabwe fought against it a you know a ban was placed on them. Do you think that the external the Western influences on African government and the kind of decisions they make is more of a reason why we are here or is Africans leaders inability to do right the sole factor why Africa is going through all of this you know if you look at all the countries that have gone through coups recently they are all uh, uh, francophone countries yes and uh, uh, this is because France has really not been able to design a system of disengagement that allows those countries to run their systems on their own mm. without the influence of France. And it's not just Gabon. All these countries paid royalties to France. Uh, France has constructed a lot of things in those countries that these people still pay royalties for. And their monies are tied, have before now been tied to the French franc. And this is the reason why these military boys are coming up. They are saying, hey, we need to break away from this master. The colonial master has been very heavy on us. If you look at the uh, English-speaking countries, Nigeria, for instance, Ghana, for instance, in West Africa, you will see that we have made more progress than the Francophone countries. Mm -hmm. But there are areas where the Francophone countries have been better than the Anglophone countries, which is the area of security. Because if you go to Niger, the banditry is happening in Nigeria, you will never have them happen in Niger. But they, they also complain that they had, you know, Boko Haram to have Of course. Ne- Boko, Haram, Boko Haram has been infiltrating Niger from Maiduguri. But if you go to the Katsina axis, the western axis of Nigeria, between us and Niger, believe me, Nigerian soldiers come into Nigeria to arrest bandits that go to create havoc in there. I have security reports from that area because I have uh, researchers in those areas Mm -hmm. because we're looking at the possibility of the influence of uh, Nigerians who live in the border section of Niger coming in to create havoc in Katsina and going back 
just for the purpose of hibernating. But when the Nigerian gendarmes hear about this, they we have close to about a dozen cases where Nigerian gendarmes heard about these situations. They chased those bandits in Niger, took them, summary fire, fire, firing squad. Uh, I don't encourage instant <laughs> justice, but that, mm. that's how they go, go about their own security. And so they, they are military. Believe me, Nigeria was talking, our president was muting the issue of uh, 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 in, you know, intervening in, in Niger by force. Yes. Uh, it's, it would have been a big mistake because the Francophone countries have better military setup than the Anglophone countries. My, my, my other question with regards to Western influences on African leadership and the coup we've been experiencing and the mismanagement of, of resources mm -hmm. is if, if we say that we are free of colonialism, mm -hmm. if we say that the days of colonial masters are over, why then is the international community not concerned that this colonial masters still have a stronghold on Nigeria. Now, some people might also argue that such colonial influences are still are still there, even if, even, even, even if they are not, you know, a mid-clear. For example, China going to countries to support them economically with the Belt and Road system that sort of gives them the power to do whatever they want to do. Is there a way that the international community can sort of I won't use the word liberate because that's, that puts the responsibility of, of, the, of the job on them. But to mediate in these colonial powers that seem not to go away. And for Africa as a continent, what are the solutions to ensure that we have leadership that are for the people and leadership that also care for the nation as a whole, not just for your personal interest? Well, to begin with, you need to understand that these international bodies you're thinking about that can help Africa are made of the same group of people that are <laughs> wrongly influencing the African leadership. Because if France is influencing the Africa, uh, uh, Francophone countries, for instance, uh, France has the support of EU, has yeah. the support of UK, has G5, the support the of America, uh, and, and, and by extension, they have their relationship with Russia. And so who are you going to? to seek for that kind of help. The only help Africa needs right now is itself. Africa must wake up for it itself. And that's what the soldiers are telling you. We are coming in to change the situation. We want to change the narrative. The narrative has been against us because the colonial man does not want to give us up, does not want to give up uh, on our resources. So we are going to liberate ourselves. And then if we are not going to do it the military way, then governance must be correct good governance, rule of law, social justice, consider human security. When our sitting governments do these things right, believe me, soldiers will go back to their barracks and they will be happy to be submissive to the system that is blessing the people. But where you have bad roads, bad economy, people cannot buy food in the market, people cannot move. For instance, right now we are in prison in Nigeria. You cannot move because you want to go to places, you can't buy petrol to go to places. Mm -hmm. And those kind of things bring about uh, ideas in the minds of those who carry weapons. That, In fact, somebody was telling me the other day, jokingly, he said the only people that we're waiting for now is not military people. We're waiting for native doctors to start throwing <laughs> their arrows take our government to make things right for Quite us. Funny. <laughs> uh, 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 my, my, my next question, you, you, you made mention of Africa being the only one that can save itself. Yes. 
However, there are some people, I'm going to bring Nigeria into the conversation. Many people have also argued that the democratic constitutions that a lot of these colonial masters left for us do not allow us to be as free as we want to. From, you know, the 1999 constitution, which has been amended several times, but the amendment still has a lot of military, I use the word military patches around it. A lot of the the constitution still has a lot of colonial mentality around it. Do you believe that for Africa as a continent, whether it's Gabon or Niger or Burkina Faso, Eritrea, we need a system, whether democratic or not, that suits our style? Or do you think that democracy as a system of government is, I always word perfect because many people have said there's no perfect government, but democracy is what we need. We just need different people, not a different system. Well, the reality is America created its own democracy. It did not take democracy from Europe. It took some elements and created its own democracy. Yeah. What prevents Nigeria from creating her own democracy? We can develop our own system. However, what hurts the citizenry is that these systems, when we begin to innovate them, we innovate them to suit some particular interest. And as we create them to suit some particular interest, then we create more dynamics mm. that would stimulate other reactions from different forces in the nation. And that's why people prefer uh, uh, um, a, an independent body or a non-involved body that can create a system that everybody can uh, relate with. Because, okay, if you create a system, for instance, when Buhari was in power, we had a system where there was nepotism. And, and people from one section of the country became very uh, common in government offices. As it is today, other people are now saying, okay, now we have a Tinubu in the office. We are going to see another style of approach to this democracy that will also favor a particular group of people. Mm -hmm. And that's why I liked uh, the, um, uh, the uh, constitutional conference that... Uh, good luck Jonathan had some years ago. Mm -hmm. That constitutional conference was supposed to create a, a, a dynamic system, a dynamic democratic system that would be peculiar to Nigeria. But every succeeding government has dumped that conference. Mm -hmm. And I don't see reason why. Right. I encourage a return to that conference. Um, my, my other question is the, with the African Union and the conglomerate of African countries that seem to have unions, so that is ECOWAS or EU, a Lots of times we've seen this, you know, you made mention of the um, international communities and how they work together as a team to achieve what they want to, Correct. how they set their rules and everybody else has to bow to the rules. Correct. But for African Union, for ECOWAS, it seems as though while we like to believe that we are independent, we seem not to be able to take care of our business ourselves. Correct. Question is, how do we as a continent be self-sustaining enough that whatever decisions the African Union will be taking will first be proactive, not reactive, and secondly, would be pro-African first before pro, quote-unquote, international best practices. The, the problem we have with AU and ECOWAS and, you know, we, every country in Africa is an independent state. And AU cannot really go in there and change anything. However, they can encourage some basic uh, application of uh, institution. Number one, create institution, enable the institution so that institutions can provide services that will satisfy the people. Number two, 
create enabling environment for justice because equity and justice bring peace. Mm. Peace is not English language. Peace means I have been given what belongs to me, even though I do not know it belongs to me, but it comes to me. And that is what those of us that grew up in the uh, 60s and, and, and earlier on uh, enjoyed because you didn't know that scholarship belonged to you, but you passed exam. You went to school and you were paid and mm. they gave you money and you did not know, <laughs> your Wait. father did not know anybody yes. because justice and equity was in play. AU can encourage such performances in their different nations. And AU itself must be able to show us an example in its own government that these things are possible because as it is today, every man comes to power in AU, corruption is eating up the place. And if corruption is eating AU and ECOWAS, what can you tell the individual countries that are under you? All right. Um, you, you, you made mention of the coup in Gabon being sponsored by the cousin of Ali Bongo, which, which some, sounds funny in the ears. However, there are certain, um, certain demography of, of Africans that believe that there is a wind of revolution sweeping through Africa. There are also certain people that believe that we've gone through these phases before where we see military coups upon military coups, believing that something different will happen. However, we return to the status quo. Do you think that Africa generally is ready for whatever revolution that we think we deserve? And with this spate of coup around African countries, do you believe that this is a revolution or we are still going through the motions where coup happens, there are conversations, either the military takes over, you know, um, unlimited time and they return to the same roads that we, we thought we were going away from? Or do you think there's a shift in mentality, a shift in what Africa should be like and these coup are steps going towards the right direction for us? Well, starting from Gabon, <clears throat> I said the person appointed to manage the electoral system of Gabon is related to Ali Bongo. The man that has taken over power right now Ali is Ali Bongo's cousin, yes. uh, um, Omar Bongo's cousin. Uh, that is the man in power, the man that was in power, his father, yes. mm -hmm. their cousins. And, um, and so my, my concern is, uh, are we not just... Uh, you know, using Simple. shades to cover the people's face mm -hmm. and, and just shift it so that we can bring it back later. Uh, I don't know if that is what is happening, but time is going to prove that to us. Yeah. Uh, concerning all this revolution that is taking place, mm -hmm. reality is that Africans wanted to believe in democracy. They gave attention to democracy mm -hmm. because all these countries that have experienced schools recently had democratic governments in place. Yes. And the people have been disappointed by the kind of democracy that we have experienced. Your politicians will tell you they are giving you dividends of democracy. That is nonsense. You, we did not elect you to go there and give us dividends. We sent you there to make sure that what belongs to every citizen in the country is given to him. What is dividend? Define dividend for me. 
and and I, I didn't send you there to give me uh, 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 15 naira palliative because you took away uh, uh, um, uh, the oil subsidy, and and then the people you are giving the 15 naira, I as an individual may never meet one of them mm. because there's a lot of corruption in the system. Yeah. Before it gets anywhere, the money has vavavoom disappeared, and so the problem is that people are disappointed with democracy, and they are asking themselves. Could we design something else that yeah. can work for us? All right, so let's let's come back to Nigeria, which has to be the NLC and the TUC. And mm -hmm. you share special sentiments about the NLC. <laughs> and just the recent news, the TUC, which is the Trade Union Congress, uh, seems like they're going to be dumping the NLC and vowing to dialogue with the government. This strike is supposed to begin tomorrow and Wednesday. The um, the president or the chairman of yes, the president of the um, Nigerian Labour Congress, which is Joe Ajero, said the decision was taken at its NSC meeting with a possibility of a total shutdown within 14 days if the government doesn't um, meet up to the demands that they have made. Now, a lot of Nigerians have said the NLC just seemed to be a toothless bulldog just backing around and not um, Keep bringing out results, and it just seems like mm, it's it's they're doing it for their own personal interests. And for you, do you think do you go with the same sentiments as some Nigerians think about the Nigerian Labour Congress? And also, what do you think about TUC vowing to dialogue and not going in line with the Nigerian Labour Congress? Well, you know, I'm also <coughs> a Nigerian. Yes. <laughs> you so, are a Nigerian. So I, I feed from the same pot. I, I, I do believe that uh, NLC and the TUC are not being honest with Nigerians. Mm. Because when you come out from a meeting that is supposed to be uh, talking about very serious things, things that affect that are life and death because there are many people who have died in Nigeria today because of all the conditions in the country, yeah, the right. pain and the difficulties that they are going through. I cannot tell you how many people pass through my office who do not have food to eat, who do not have school fees to pay, whose houses uh, rent, uh, rent have expired yeah. and they cannot afford to pay. And all of it because capacity has been taken away from those who have been supporting them. Mm. And then NLC and TUC will go to meet with dialogue with the government and they are coming out with bags in their hands and files in their hands and they are smiling. It is impossible that we can expect uh, salvation from that group of people. Mm. For me, the present NLC that we have is, so to say, dead or lame, as compared to the NLC of Adam Zoshomole, mm -hmm. uh, which came to power in 1999. Yeah. All of us will still remember the fearlessness and the sensitivity and the responsiveness and the strength and the robust and vibrant leadership that the Adam Oshomole provided for Nigeria during the tenure of uh, uh, General Lushego Obasanjo. You know how combative it was. Mm. And you know that Adam Oshomole created a lot of pressure. Yes, he did. That kept government in check. And by the way, that is what brought him to government. Very <laughs> People true. trusted him. But, you know, uh, uh, Obasanjo began to create all kinds of rules and, and decrees and uh, policies to muscle uh, trade unions. But, but, and then by, by uh, the, the NLC pressure at that time, uh, uh, the wages were increased by 25%. 
and that's a lot of uh, sharp movement upwards. Uh, uh, but the present NLC have disappointed Nigerians. They and tell us we're going out on strike. They go out and they come back home like nothing happened. Yes. And, and government is smiling. Well, don't you think they should re-strategize? If going on strike has not been effective so far, so good, don't you think that there are <laughs> other means to get their demands apart from, yes, the strike and then dialogue with the government? Are there other strategies that can be put in place for the Nigerian Labour Congress to seem like they are doing the work? What, the reality is that have they really had any strike? <laughs> have they really had any demonstration? Mm. As far as I'm concerned, since this government came to power, they have threatened strikes, they have threatened demonstration. None of it has happened. And so government has its way of settling them. That, that's, that's what intelligence tells me, that uh, government has its way of settling this issue. And the dialogue and the negotiation and the diplomacy that uh, people are encouraging NLC and TUC to go into basically ends up in the pocket of those who are in leadership in mm. this uh, uh, in NLC and TUC. And by the way, uh, my concern is even if you increase wages for Nigerians, how many people work for government yeah. and how many people work for corporations that can afford to give those wages? Right, yeah. And if that is not uh, if, if that is not going to help Nigeria, yeah, think about it. We're 200, assuming we're 200 million people, and probably you have like 100,000 working for government. Uh, tell me, if you, if you enable 100,000, how will 200 million people be fed? And, and government should be thinking of these things. Petrol price was one thing that the whole public was being uh, uh, favored. Because if the price was favorable, prices of food in the market will be right. Mm -hmm. Transportation will be right. Definitely right. Spare parts will be right. And every other thing, everybody has escalated prices, including government schools. Even government schools, government universities. Which is a topic for another day. Yeah. <laughs> because it, 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 it is something that has come surprisingly Correct. to everyone. Because you have these children, the children who go to this public schools are also children of civil servants, Correct. also children of um, people who um, are also trying to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. And you're increasing the school fees mm -hmm. to over 100, 200. How do you expect them to, to survive? Also, um, a lot of people have also questioned um, the Minister for Labor mm -hmm. and Employment, um, the new one that we have in, in place and that of the old one. A lot of people are trying to put them into mm -hmm. um, par. Okay, who, who is more effective? Is this one going to be more effective than the other? What, what are your sentiments? that well uh, some not all but some of those ministerial offices were given in fulfillment of the promises that were made before the election mm. uh, if you work for me I will give you something and and I think that the Minister of Labor present Minister of Labor entered into that spot where they had to give him something. it was a it was a favor compensation correct, slot correct so uh, so it's not because of any competency what, what did we see in Plateau State and what we saw in Plateau State should be what we'll see in labor in the Ministry. <laughs> well, that is not a um, not a very futuristic yeah. one to put. But yes, sorry. He, <laughs> he apologized for that. Well, very yeah, sorry. you can be a part of the conversation. You can head on to all our social media platform on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and on Twitter at JFM Joss. And we're asking you, do you think Africa is going through a revolution or you're not convinced enough? And we're asking also, how well do you believe in the Labour Congress plant strike? www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss for you to be a part of the conversation.
Washington and we'll open the phone lines right now for you to put in your two cents on this 09055666699 or 0812187777. I'll take it again. 09055666699 or 08121877777. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show this morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Okay, great. Good morning. That's the conversation on the line. I see the guest in the house. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Thank Thank Go ahead. Uh, well, the issue is that African, these are really West Africans of Abadison. African leaders have forgotten that region election is thin. Russian is a thing, bringing their state money and take it to the EU. These are lies. Canada, this and that, is a thing. To them, it's an accepted norm. That's the first one. See, I said it the other day, I said we are undergoing a new colonialism. After colonialism, they are going to bring our indirect colony. We are, Western world are supporting injustice. Wrap up your thoughts quickly because of so our time. This is a, she put away from the so called Western world of the Democratic Senate and put the African tradition way. We help us. All right. All right. Thank you so much for your contribution. God bless you. Bless you too. Thank you so much, Comrade Brenner. Good morning. Have a lovely day. He said we should go through the African way. Maybe we'll have traditional <laughs> rulers this time around ruling us. I, I hope that it will bring some sort of normalcy for the African continent. Hello. Good morning. Hello, good morning, Abigail America. Good morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where you calling us from? I'm calling you from Tenegada. My name is Chukudi. Chukudi, you have 40 seconds. Thank you so much. 
Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity in the first place. You see, uh, the issue of protest and then strike in Nigeria, I have uh, zero support for the NIC. It is um, high time Nigeria understand that these people are actually partnering with the federal government to deceive Nigeria and to impoverish the masses even the more. Um, if you look at um, the first strike they want to go on under Ashwajibola and Etelebu, it actually ended in a controversial manner. They say they're going to shut down the country because of the first subsidy, mm. removal, and then there's no, um, uh, uh, there's no uh, um, uh, means of um, relieving the pain people are going to actually pass through. But I was expecting the NSC to have even gone to on strike. From the very first day, the president made that particular pronouncement from the podium where he was. So you think they were, you think they were slow? They are not even doing anything, my dear. Mm. <laughs> you are talking about slow. It's slow is it's even the right word. You don't need to take all these protests in a, in a fast and furious manner. Mm. If you take it slowly and slowly, the government is going to understand your things. They're going to actually call you on a roundtable to discuss and negotiate with you something they know they're going to actually implement. But I'm going to tell you this, and that I, I thank God that even the uh, the, the, the phone lines are open. Nigerians mm. are still going to call to tell you that there's lost interest in this uh, in this um, NFC. Yeah. The two EC are even saying that they're not going to join in this strike. And I think that the the, the, the leadership of the of the NFC now is scam. Nigeria should not even listen to them. Nobody should even look on their way because tomorrow. If they call them and give them um, fat envelopes, they're going to go and share the money and then forget Nigeria mm. and their nephew. So right. Nigeria is the first place of man. It's not even a protesting nation. Nigeria doesn't know how to protest and then press in their, their, their demand. Tomorrow now, because of the hunger in the land, the, 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 the government has made us to be. Yeah. If, if, if somebody shut down in place of business for two or three days, if hunger strikes very, very much, the government knew this. Mm. The person just put up his arm and then go back to his business and the suffering will continue. So uh, I, I, I don't think that anybody should consider that um, the NSC today they're going to consider, oh, this is a scam. All right, you They're even scam. They don't even show themselves. And I'm asking the fire drop. Yes, Let me please. say something. It is a good thing that your guests have actually stated that the kind of democracy practice in the West or in America is not the same that's supposed to practice in Nigeria. Let us find a way. system of government that's going to suit us. This issue of democracy that uh, uh, Q, people even, you know, perpetrate Q on the ballot buses. On, on the day of election, mm. and anybody, any electoral empire, any electoral officer, any electoral uh, uh, commissioner that cannot be able to deliver on the mandate of the people, it is yes. unlike you and against the people, against the state, against the nation. All right, I think uh, let me stop here. Thank it, you so much. So many ways of 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 of, 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 of manipulating you, especially you. on the ballot boxes. Mm. Thank you so much, Chukudi. Hello, good morning. Yeah. Hello, good morning. Please, can you turn down the volume of your radio set or move away from it, please? Hello. Good morning. Welcome yeah, to the show. Sorry, come again with your name? It's McBee calling from Bukuru. All right, man. Go ahead. Well, I think um, Nigerians can no longer trust the um, NLC on whatever they are called. What they are doing now is what our man simply called um, Corinne Cunha. You know, trying to act as if, as if, as if though he wanted to do that. For a particular purpose, so I think the decision to do this to go and sit down and raise complete because we have lost completely, we have lost completely, completely confidence in what is all the NLC. This is not what we used to do before. So these people are actually they are just for their own benefit and pockets only. They will they will set a year up, so to say, but at the end of the day, they will talk to everybody and throw their hat. 
Right. So let them go and sit around the country. As far as I don't understand what's happening in this country, in Africa publicly, right. Africa borrowed democracy, but mm. Africa don't know how to practice democracy. Okay. The best thing for Africa to do is just to come back and redefine what can suit their system. Mm. This is what we are to write about. Just look at all Africa countries, put them together, and they compare what's happening in Africa and what's happening in the developed world. It's mm. completely, completely different. Mm. So that departure was from in America. All right. So I don't know why we are we practice democracy, but we cannot control that democracy. Mm. We cannot practice democracy where it is. We borrow what you don't know. So after the people through our democracy completely, let's right. go about finding what is suitable for this country and Thank for you. Africa at large. Thank you so Thank you much. Day. Thank you so much for your contribution. The numbers to still to call zero nine zero five five. Six 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 nine nine oh zero eight one two one eight seven 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 at also www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss. Those that that is where you should be dropping your comments at the hour. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Morning, welcome to the yeah, show. Name What's your name? Yes. My name is Comrade Mazi Patrick Okorokraf. I'm calling from Blue Good morning, Comrade Patrick. You see. For Africa mm. to move forward, good morning, my sister and my brother, then. Thank you. But I guess for Nigeria to move forward, yes. This issue of Africa, Africa depending on the the, the, the colonial masters, is is nothing to write about. The colonial masters only carry our raw materials, go destroy the same colonial masters, abet and support corruption and stealing greed in this country. At the end of the day, what they what they, they should, if we breach that, cut off that, that that link between the colonial masters and Africa, nothing will happen in all those European countries. It's not that Africa will just feel that we don't know anything. Because that, if we breach that, we are contented with it to be independent. Uh, so I bet you, the colonial masters will not be. I think, look at Gabon, we are talking about what is happening now. Is it causing? To the president, the uh, 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 president, all of them from the same. Uh, uh, now you come back to Nigeria. Look at what the federal government issued a statement that no university should increase fees. Thank God, my sister, God bless you for making that statement. That universities are going to or something. It's true. Research has shown that. And you start asking yourself, why do Nigerians inflict punishment, poverty, name them on human peace? The mm-hmm. best so where are you going with the money? Are you not contented with your salary? Mm-hmm. Are you not contented with allowances? All these contracts you call it, you are not contented. You still interest increasing school fees for people to suffer. Your own children are in trying. They want others to suffer. Many people right now, as I'm talking to them, one hundred and something thousand they are talking, they cannot afford. Even the half money that they afford, they cannot afford. Not talk about one hundred thousand. Now you ask yourself, all, all right. these people who I come with an organization. What I thought is their problem. Statistics have shown that in each country, in this in this state in Nigeria, over one hundred people are richer than this state in terms of budget. I come with Bernard, you have to help us wrap up your thoughts because of our time again. I just don't use this cloth to show the 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 to show cloth and enter grave. God will save us. Thank you. Let us continue praying to God to have mission on our board because Nigeria have a Thank you so much, Comrade Bernard. Comrade Bernard had a lot to say this morning. We'll head on to our social media platforms this morning for your comments. On Facebook, Omadan Machi says, NLC should be serious with the strike for the interest of the masses. We must take our destiny in our hands to protest anti-people's policies. 
Palliative measures are pampers for babies. Fix our refineries. APC Tinubu government is never different from failed APC Buhari's government. 100 days in office is enough to assess the performances of the APC Tinubu government. We are human beings with common sense. APC must admit that we are not senseless or brainless. Porsche refinery would definitely... Um, Port refinery will never work because APC Buhari promised same in eight years. People are dying due to hunger and, inf and inflation. We are going to form alliance to eat. Okay. Um, Af Africa must get ready for more takeover because demons are really in our continent, he says. Albert Akayadagza says, The trending spray of coal in Africa is one that speaks volumes about the leadership deficit of Africans by Africans. It shows the high level of de dependency of Africans on seeming superpowers devoid of our peculiarities that makes us unique. History is rewriting itself for the better and I believe this is a propelling factor for a greater Africa. NLC has lost its effectiveness due to its inconsistencies in the pursuit of the demand of the people. Its credibility is gradually being lost due to, its, due to this factor of inconsistency. NLC needs to be proactive rather than its lackadaisical reactive approach to issues. Nigeria must work again. Good morning, he says. David Mark Sambo says, the wave of coup d'etat will continue to happen in African countries because of high level of malgovernance, endemic corruption that is a result to high level of poverty. The leadership of the Nigerian Labour Congress are corrupt and betrayers who should not be taken serious. Dimas Bala says every Nigerian comedian are most even Nigerian comedians rather are more serious than NLC. They always fight for the interests of the members, not Nigerians. Nigeria's type of okay. It says will be not military but masses rising against bad governance and hardship. The major reason why coup is happening in Africa is because of bad governance. If things were going fine, nobody will think of coup. Bad governance is the reason. Ayodele Agbabiaka says the NLC are taking Nigerians for granted. It's in this upcoming strike really the interest of the ordinary man on the streets or for their pockets. I am glad to hear he says that you have security issues in the house. He says remain blessed. And those are the comments we have on Facebook. And we'll move over to Twitter this morning. A few comments right here. It's still loading, but when once it loads, I would read them. But uh, your response to some of the calls we've gotten and the comments we've read this morning. Well, it's uh, pertinent that the uh, secret to getting good governance uh, will not be with politicians. It will be with the citizenry itself. Mm. The citizens must stand up and uh, demand for what belongs to them. And uh, I blame our religious leaders, I blame our NGO leaders, I blame our, in fact, the, the whole society, because we have not done what we should do, including myself. We've not stood up for ourselves. We've mm -hmm. not told politicians that, look, you have not gotten it right this way, and so we're going to call you back from where we sent you. We can call the president back. We can call the uh, senators back. We can call the House of Rep members back. We can call the House of Assembly members back. Where have we ever heard that happen in Nigeria? It is because we are a docile people. Anything that happens to us, we say, well, uh, we trust God. It's and, the faith. And we, yeah, we have been trusting mm. God, and God has been trusting us, but we have let God down. Hmm, interesting. Um, on Twitter, Rondo at Rondo05 is saying, well, the coup are signs of a wake-up. I just pray it sends a signal to our government. For me, coup is not the way. We just need good leadership. That's not too much to ask for as Nigerians. 
For NLC, they are just puppets. And Dan Taraba at Nigeria underscore man one is saying, until NLC prove otherwise, they are just toothless dogs. And before we go in in 20 seconds, mm. I wanted to ask you, because it seems like uh, we Niger- Nigerians are not asking the questions. They are not even bringing our leaders to account. And we're a lot of people have used the word docile mm-hmm. as for Nigeria. So how do we how do we boost ourselves? How then can we come to the front and say, okay, we are demanding for na- for answers? Well, you know, answers started, you know, in a very irregular way. Mm. I am looking forward for an irregular beginning of the transform- transformative process that Nigeria is waiting for. I believe it's coming from, it's, go- it's soon going to come out. Uh-huh. It'll come out from somewhere. So those of us that are praying, let's keep praying. And those of us that can, can take individual action, let's take individual action. Because believe me, the way things are going today, in another year, it will be impossible. Mm. Uh, sorry, somebody was talking about uh, uh, government improving the uh, subventions they are giving to states and things are going to get better. They are going to get better in the pockets of those who are in power, not in the pockets of those who go to the market to buy food Mm -hmm. because those changes will never translate to the grassroots. And that's our problem. Hope that uh, things will change. We hope that (laughs) That things will change. revolution is coming from somewhere. Thank you so much, Reverend Dr. Mewazi Dandara. It was good to have you here. The news comes up by 10 o'clock. You want to keep your eyes locked on to J101.9 FM. For myself, Abigail Seaman, to make sure you have a lovely Monday. And for Mimi Kalmisi. State of trouble, spread love, and seek the truth. Good morning. All the goals, clashes, and moments. The Premier League, all on DSTV. Get DSTV with the HD decoder plus dish plus one. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.